I'm Gabby Lamb. And I'm Harper Rose Drummond. And you're listening to Tea Time, where we talk about the nastiest, dirtiest, naughtiest, wildest secrets. Enjoy. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Stop. <laughs> what? What? Stop. Yes. Okay. Are we going? Yeah. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Harper keeps kissing into the mic. I'm just kissing all of you guys on your little foreheads. Stop. I hate that noise. And you're like making it longer. <laughs> you're like drawing it out. No! <laughs> what? No! Hi, Gabby. Stop. I can't. <laughs> I'm done. My dad used to do that when we. Oh, God. Where? On a- your forehead? No. no God, on no. the lips? <laughs> okay, my dad does give kisses on people's cheeks and they're always fucking wet and sloppy. Dads don't know how to give kisses. Oh, they're always just wet. Oh, it's so gross. But we used to. Oh, my God. We would go to movie theaters and every time there was a kissing scene, my dad would go. As loud as possible. I can't make the noise because my lips are so fucking bad. They're juiced up. Ooh, wee. Yeah, they're very juicy. They're very juicy. Looking juiced up and yum yum. I, uh, I'm coming in. Honk has the energy today. I don't. I don't know why. I have fuck. I took Wellbutrin this morning. That should be a little bit of a kicker, but. Is it a kicker? Well, it's, uh, it's an upper sort of. They're like, it should give you a little kick, but I'm like, nothing compares to Adderall. Honey. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I have not had a single drop of water in probably 24 hours. I've had a black tea, and then I had a sparkling black tea, and then now a chai with a shot of- All um, this morning? Espresso. I, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. a little bad. Yeah. You, but that's. But you must feel so good. I My heart is- When I have that much caffeine, I fucking shut down, but maybe it's because you're not doing just like coffee- well, I like I just started drinking caffeine not too long ago. But you don't do coffee though. You do like teas. Today and... I'm doing coffee and tea. But yeah. Well, I guess, huh? It's espresso. But uh, yeah, I usually don't do coffee. Lady, do coffee? Yeah, we brought you a fucking cold brew. Coffee. Yeah, we actually yeah. So much coffee. Yeah. The, uh... How many cups do you have a day? <clears throat> actually, not not a crazy amount. Um I I start off with like one or two that I make at home. Mm-hmm. And um I will have like an afternoon Red Bull or three. Really? Honey. You're three Red Bulls a day? Sometimes, yeah. Jesus. But wow. you stay up late as sin. I do stay up late as sin. Yeah. yeah. You do three Red Bulls. See, I'm trying to, I've been doing a lot of Red Bulls because of my shows, but I'm like trying to get out of that habit. I, I feel like I can't perform when I have, when I'm like super, if I was this caffeinated getting on stage, I feel like I would honestly have a heart attack. And you might. It's too much. It like spikes way too much. Your it's heart fine. rate. Okay. I'm desensitized. Honey, I just I hit that 4 p.m. slump. Yeah, I don't like. And if I if I can't take a nap, I'm Red Bull City. Oh, okay, I I've been sleeping so much. I slept yesterday like the whole day, <laughs> uh, and then I wake up and I'm like, I just want to go back to sleep. That's how mm-hmm. I feel right now. My energy is happy. I know. I say you just fucking down that. I should. Huh? See where it gets you, Honk. Look, we're both in white today. We are Honk. We're little white princesses. 
What? We're white. You've been listening white? to too much Morgan Wallen. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know it was controversial. Honk, you got to get on Twitter a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that to many people. Mm-hmm. I'll live in my little uh, ignorant, my bubble, my bubble of ignorance. Bubble of sin. Yeah, my bubble of sin. Oh, sorry. I am no. I am my energy today is maybe I should stop talking about it. Honk, what gets your energy up? Cats, caffeine, TikTok. No, see, okay. I feel like no. <laughs> I feel like the more time that I spend on social media is when I'm like the most tired. Like I went to sleep last night on TikTok. Woke up this morning, immediately got on TikTok, and those are the days where it's the worst when I'm just on my phone. I feel like I'm the least productive. Even if I'm like still like doing little tasks, I still, yeah, I'm like the least productive when I am spending a lot of time on social media. Also, I used to be a big book bitch. I love to read and I have not been reading recently. You are a big book bitch. I am a fucking book bitch. I've been slowly making my way through one book for the past six months. The book is this big. Mm -hmm. It's David Sedaris, right? David Sedaris Calypso. David well, Sedaris is so fucking funny. I want you to finish the book I lent you, The Song of Achilles. I know. I need to. I need to do that. I'm also my my boyfriend also just bought us a book that we're and we're starting a book club and wait, cute. Yeah, but the book we're starting off with is called Uh-oh. Nonviolent Communication. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he sure did. He did. He told me he, he did. He said his friend recommended it to him to him. And it that means he's good. been gossiping with his friend about how, okay. how I'm a toxic woman. Well, he's not wrong. Here's the thing about being toxic. Yeah. If you're not toxic, unfortunately, I'm not trying to come for y'all. But if if you're not toxic, well, I can't speak. If you're not toxic, then you are boring. It is a crazy thing to realize that you are the toxic one. <laughs> But it's better to be the toxic one than to be with someone who's toxic. Like, I definitely am the toxic one for the first time. Me too. And I'm like, yeah. honestly, thank God. Shane isn't toxic like I am. And now, But then when you are toxic, it starts bringing out the toxicity in other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can kind of see you, you like the light kind of fade from their eyes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You kind of like, and they're like, I really you kind of like, you know, inject your darkness into them. Yeah. And eventually <laughs> they just succumb or they leave. Well, I've never experienced that, but no, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> she's never been left. No, that is unfortunately very. I always think I'm like the emotionally mature one. I'm like, I'm fucking good. I've been in therapy for ten years. I am. I'm not toxic. And then I'm like, okay. But you know what it is? Is and my therapist not working? It's just like, what's? Well, she suggested that you ate your twin in the womb. So she did do that. I don't know if that. She did suggest that I ate my twin in the womb, which is a weird thing to suggest. <laughs> My my mom never creative had twins. creative creative. She said, "I wonder if that's why you have codependency issues because you think maybe it's because you ate a twin in the womb." And I was like, "Probably not that." My last therapist told me that she keeps dating guys that are shorter than her with braces that keep cheating on her. She and shouldn't so said, tell you that. <laughs> yeah, as a therapist, yeah. that are younger not- than her, shorter than her. And I was like, do you like middle schoolers? She should not. Your therapist should not be telling you that she dates 14 and a half year olds. I said, fuck what I want to talk about. Let's unpack that. You know, you Lee, are you in therapy? You know, I uh, am not really. I, I'm trying to do like an online <sighs> thing. 
Um, I've been kind of in and out. Uh, my last therapist, um, just, uh, I just kept trying to make him laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been in therapy though. Yeah. So you're, you're, I can there. tell you've been in therapy. You're very like spiritually That's sound. True. That's like true. you're giving like healed King vibes. He is giving healed King vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lee's yeah. now throwing up. You guys can't see, but he is now Lee, pissing and say, shitting in his bear suit. Would you, <laughs> Lee, would you say from doing this podcast with us, do you think that we are toxic? Answer wisely. No. Why no, did you look at hesitated. me and smile? Uh, yeah, and he, and he sucked his breath in. Yeah, you said you you like no. in, everything and you like inverted and then you like. <laughs> no, see, look, and this is us being toxic right now. Yeah. <laughs> Bullying him into telling hey, us. Hey, Lee. So hey, are Lee? we toxic or are we not? fucking no. toxic? <laughs> hey, Lee. Oh. Okay, I'm done. Okay. We're rating him. <laughs> hey, Lee. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Fucking, we're talking about family drama. Family drama. We love to see it. We, we've we all got we've all got some family drama. Every family's got it. You know what? I think it's actually a fucking red flag if when people are like, no, my family has no drama. It's like either you're a fucking dumbass and you're not like in tune to your family. Has anybody ever said that though? Or you're a dirtbag liar. Yeah, I dated someone who was like, no, my family's all good. And then it turns out that mm, <laughs> there was major tea there. Well, you know what families really do stress me out are... I mean, this is like the worst thing you could have as a family. I'm talking worst is when you walk into the house and they have those little inspirational things. It's like in this house, we love tightly. We no, we, that means that everyone in that house is sexually repressed and and hates each other. Uh huh. Yeah. What are yeah. those? What are those signs say? Like in this house, we hug often, we laugh every day, and we worship. I don't know. And yeah. and we we take care of each other. And I walk into those houses and I'm like, this is an abusive household. I don't care if there is. No abuse happening. This is abuse enough. Reading yeah. that sign. Yeah, you can tell that they they like need to set the rhythm with that. Like da 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 da. Yeah, they're not good at setting the tone with their energy, and so like they're using crutches. Repressed was a good word. Thank you. Yeah. In this house, in this, and it's almost like a threat. In this house, it's like whoa, oh, let's. Okay, so when you walk into a house and you see this, are you are you staying or are you leaving? Okay? okay, you walk into a house and this sign is in the living room. Okay, in this house we believe Trump won twenty twenty, Hillary for prison, Fauci is a fraud, Bill Gates isn't a doctor. I mean he's not. Epstein didn't kill himself. Defund the media. You staying or are you leaving? I mean, there's a few of those that are bangers. I'm not going to say which ones, I'm but staying. That means that house is wild. I am staying and I'm calling a clown brigade and I'm going to have them come infiltrate the house. Who's but who okay, who said Bill Gates isn't a Bill Gates is a is doctor? Is Bill Gates a fucking doctor? No. I don't know, but they know how to party and I'm relapsing in that house. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But is that the place you want? Okay. No, no, no. Um, I think I would walk in and I would see if they have any good snacks. I would take some snacks. They would. Because you know that they that house. have good snacks. That house I, I has fucking rob. Cheetos. Yeah. And, and what are the one? The fruit by the foot. Oh, that gushers. house. Gushers. Oh, Lays. Yeah. Yeah. All flavors. Doritos. Ice cream sandwiches. Absolutely. Okay, wait. I have some tea. I said, is Bill Gates a doctor into Google.com? And it said. Google.com. It's, <laughs> and my, my, and it said Microsoft founder Gates is not a doctor. However, he and his wife, uh oh, you mean ex-wife, have received honorary doctor of medicine degrees. So it's giving false doctor vibes. It's okay. it's fake news vibes. Yeah. Um. How about this one? Yeah. In this house, we are real. 
We make mistakes. We say, I'm sorry. We forgive. We have fun. We are really loud. We give hugs. We love. That means that the husband is a rapist and <laughs> the mom is um, not spiritually intact. Well, it, it's, it's giving. And I and I mean, hmm. actually, <clears throat> no, I have to be careful of what I say because I know that sometimes what I say could get me canceled. And I'm saying this in the most positive way. It is giving that the the wife is either a in-the-closet lesbian. Okay. What? No, oh, I'm on board. I'm on board. Are you on board? I, that's why I said, okay. Okay. Yeah. Or, I was nodding. I was getting into it. You said the husband's a rapist. Um, yeah, or, clearly. Or the wife is like one of those very like Stepford wives that doesn't really, but like thinks that she's like outgoing. Oh my God. I grew up in the South. I know that very well. You know. Yeah. I know we're being, we're coming down hard on the judgment. <laughs> I, but I these love people my exist. husband so much. It's like, why yeah. are you crying when you Children say Children are number one. These are on Amazon. How about this one? Buy them. In- <laughs> Prime it. <laughs> we- <laughs> the next episode yeah. is just, they're just. They're uh, okay, but could we actually have one? Like, we should make merch like that. <laughs> in this house, yeah. we believe. Mm-hmm. In this house, we dance in the kitchen. No. We trust in God. We think good thoughts. We say, I'm sorry. Say grace. Try to do better. Never give up. Show respect. Laugh like crazy and love one another. What did you type in for this? Because I just kept getting the political ones. I just said in this house signs. And okay, I did too. And then I kept getting in this house, Black Lives Matter, what, Science is Real, or what, Trump 2020. What else are you Googling? Here's the thing. <laughs> That's kind of an insight into you. And we'll unpack that in maybe like a group therapy setting. <laughs> okay, here's the thing though. Well, no, hold on. Okay. If you walked into a house, okay, there's two houses. There's in this house, we believe Trump won 2020, Hillary belongs in prison. Or you walk into the house that says, in this house, we believe Black Lives Matter, science is real. Obviously, I'm going, I'm, the thing is, the science is real Black Lives Matter house is going to be more aligned with who I am. Mm -hmm. But the Trump 2020 one, it's like, I want to stick around and see what's going on in there. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of want to, like, spy and be like, what the fuck is going What? What are they talking about in here? I feel like you need to take a trip to the South. Have you ever been to the South? I've been to, I've been to, yeah, sort of. I drove through Texas and went to New Orleans. Okay. But that's a different, I've heard that Louisiana is a different South. So I say just spend a couple days in the Bible Belt. And I guess you kind of did ish with Louisiana. No, I don't no, know. It's different. Yeah, that is different. It was that way is, that's different. a different type of South. No, but go up to the Bible Belt. I I'm from North Carolina, and um, and then you'll see it's really not. You know, everyone's just people, but there's some people that do believe Trump won 2020. We don't have to do talk believe politics. That. We're over it. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, now, see, like those are the the people with those signs mm-hmm. are one hundred percent the people that I went to high school with, that all like moved into Southern New Hampshire, yeah, because they they're sick of Mass Taxachusetts and you know not Taxachusetts, Taxachusetts, yeah, they're, they're uh, yeah, it's like they're they're one hundred percent. And then I just was living in Maine, and in Maine, I don't know. The more north you go, the more south you get. So like when you go out just outside Portland, it's rednecks, yeah. it's Confederate flags, which is crazy. It's like, yeah, like yeah, it, it it's wild. Do you think though that those are almost the same types of people? Like the ones that would have the like in this house we believe science is real, and in this house we believe Trump won twenty twenty. Do you think that maybe one hundred percent they're the same kind of person? Same ilk, yeah. Right? Um, yes, I I do think it's yeah. I think it's I think it, it can be similar. 
I do. I am just going to inject this onto the pod. I'm going to kind of, I feel like something needs to be a little bit grounded here. And Uh I just want to say that, like, I do think that people need to get better at talking to people they disagree with. Yeah, I agree. I I totally agree with, but it's, everything gets so fucking heated because we take things so personally quickly. Yeah. Cause we take things personally and Mm -hmm. we're like, no, you're fucking wrong. And I'm, I'm like that. You know, I, I think about this all the time where I'm like, no, I need to be open-minded and have calm conversations with people but then when I see somebody who doesn't believe what I believe I'm like well, well you're obviously fucking stupid you're very open on social media about how you and your dad are very opposite politically and you guys get into it yeah yeah like very very and like I have someone in my life that I will like keep anonymous but I that's in my family that we we fight like that as right. well however over the years I have gotten better about it I don't compromise my beliefs and I still wholeheartedly think I'm right. But you just have to also like when you're talking to someone else, like even if like you completely disagree with them, they also think that they're right. Right. They're not like, I don't know. The thing is those, it also shouldn't be, I think we look at it really black and white where it's either you're right or you're wrong. And maybe like there's neither, you know, like. Well, when it comes to like, not being racist. Well, yeah, but th- right, right, right. But those are like very clear things. Like, do- like, don't be racist. Don't like, don't, you know, don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. But then like when it comes to like little, bl- I don't know, like with the vaccine shit, I keep seeing uh, people that I grew up with who are like very anti-vax, right? And are like very much promoting that. Mm-hmm. And it's taking me a lot to like have to sit with it and be like, okay, like, don't be judgmental of this. Like, don't be angry. You don't think that they're fucking losers. Your anger isn't going to change someone's mind. And Because I right. used to, like, okay, so, like, I used to go the fuck off on Twitter. I've, like, gotten in trouble for it, too. I used to be, like, you know, I used to think I was, like, this, like, major activist, like, going in on people on Twitter. But I'm, like, who – I didn't change anyone's mind by doing that. I didn't change yeah. – I didn't make anyone go to a protest. I didn't make anyone get vaccinated by being, yeah. like, ah, la, 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 la. like – I was so antagonistic and I'm like, yeah. it's making me get worked up. I'm not changing anyone's mind. I'm still going to stand strong in what I believe in, but I right. just think that there's a more tactful way to go about disagreeing with someone. I definitely went hard in 2016. I was, <laughs> oh, I was so obnoxious. I was so Bernie. I was burnt. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. Bernie to death and wearing I, shirts like, Oh yeah. 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 yeah we were all I Bernie just, bros. I yeah, had, we were. I had people like, I had people like reach out to friends, be like, "Is we okay?" <laughs> I, I have no problem saying this. He's I lost was definitely like I, Bernie. No, definitely, I was a fucking like diehard Bernie bro. Yeah, we were. So all, I was we were a fan girl. Yeah. yeah, and you want to know what's even worse? I couldn't even really tell you what his platforms. This is bad on me. <laughs> I couldn't even really tell you what his platform was. I was like, I just know he's good, and then I'm <laughs> I'm going the fuck in on people, and I don't know what the fuck I'm Literally, talking about. This morning, I was in the I'm bathroom. I'm so embarrassed of. <laughs> Dude, I was in the bathroom this morning. I was listening to NPR and I was like, I would like I I reckon I am a Democrat. I believe you know, like I fall into democratic beliefs, but then I was like, but what even really is that? I don't really know what it, I don't know. Like is Well, I see people am, like am now like a lot I, of people on Twitter are like like fuck both parties. I'm a communist, I'm this, I'm that, and I just I'm like I, I hate that I'm like this and I've literally looked it up like, and you know, my brother's like very, very smart. And I, I always like talk to him about shit, but like, I just don't, it's, I have a hard time grasping. Yeah. Super. I'm not built for politics. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. I'm built for talking about people's fucking pussies and dicks on this podcast. And that's it. Same. I'm so, I, I, <laughs> 
completely same. I've, dis- I've <laughs> yeah. disengaged completely. I don't even listen to the news anymore. Yeah, yeah I try yeah, to because I'm like, I should know what's going on with Kyle Rittenhouse. But then I'm like, no, nah, I would rather just read somebody talking about how they fuck their next door neighbor's dog, you know? I'm going to be vulnerable right Wow, I can't even speak. <laughs> I am going to be vulnerable right now and just say my biggest insecurity that I have and that I've always had and it's like severe is of being stupid. I yeah, like me too. I hate being unintelligent and I can like feel myself being that and I try and educate myself and I just feel like no matter what I do I'm always like 5 seconds behind whatever people are talking about politics or yeah. the stock market or NFTs and I'm just like But it's talking about the stock market is how it makes you smart. I feel like I'm smart in other ways and I feel like I've kind of learned that growing up I'm like okay mm-hmm. there's different forms of intelligence mm-hmm. and I'm sorry if you start talking about politics, like, again, like, I've, I feel like I have a good moral compass, right. but I just, I have a hard time wrapping my, my fucking well, epileptic brain you know, it's also, it. it's a failure on the education system, too. It's like we were brought up to believe that we are only smart if we fell into these specific, like, categories. Like, you're good at math, you're good at reading, you're good at reading comprehension, you're good at history, you're good at memorizing things. I know. When you fall behind in that as a child and you can't, like, really catch up. It really does take a toll on your self-esteem. I'm so envious of like really classy people that are so articulate and that can speak so eloquently about politics and, Uh, you know, history and whatnot. I'm just like, that would have been my mom's perfect child if I was just like a girl that wore button downs and penny loafers and had a suitcase and went to court. Oh my gosh. A dream for my mom. She would be coming if that's what I became. No, not coming. She would be fucking coming. Instead, the other day she called me and she's like, how big, how big are your lips now? (laughs) And I said, bitch, they're fucking big. And she got offended by that. Because she was like, oh, I suppose, so I guess you have to get big lips because I guess it's my fault. I guess it's my fault you didn't get big lips. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Our mother's self-hatred really just pours out into us. And it's, I think it's kind of funny. (laughs) Like, sure, it's a little sad, but it's mostly pretty funny. It's pretty funny that my mom called me and said, how big are your lips now? Yeah. No, that is really funny. Like, it has anything to do with her. Yeah, but she thinks that it does. Yeah. Oh, it's God, a reflection yeah. of her entirely. Oh, my mom gets on me for my stand-up all the time. Like, oh, God. She's like, even. my mom's idea. It's like, my mom likes that I'm doing stand-up, but, like, if my mom had it her way, I would get up on stage and be like, hey, guys, here's a joke about me being a sweet girl. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, have you ever seen a butterfly? Aren't they funny? My mom does that too. And she'll, she'll, I love my mom and my friends. That's what my mom wants me to get up and talk. About. And my mom always <laughs> says that I should do bits about the, uh, oh God, the sample people at Costco. She's like, how funny is that? The sample, you know, when there's the samples and there's little kids around and they just keep eating the samples and the people working there are like, come on. And I was like, no, no, I'm uh, no. That, that's always so, f- my mom will send me written out bits and no. she's like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Do I, I, so bad. I'll have to find some. Yeah. My mom will send me some and she'll be like, okay, now obviously Stop. put it in your words. No. But <laughs> so you can say something, and, you know, remind, you know, you know, just keeping it in mind, uh, you know, just put it in your voice. But uh, my mom was walking to the supermarket the other day. <laughs> they what a long walk that was. <laughs> Many cars. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then she's like, <laughs> and then, and then she saw a little girl holding her mother's hand. <laughs> 
I used to do that with my daughter. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, how is this in my voice? Just just figure it out, Harper. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Are yeah. writing like mom fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. I, let, it is mom fan fiction. <laughs> One time I let my daughter kiss me on the lips and I thought it was sweet. I'm like, what, mom? I, mom? Miss, <laughs> I miss when my daughter was just a little baby girl, but now she's not a baby girl anymore. She's a big fat fucking slut with big <laughs> lips that talks about cum. I guess she's still my daughter, but she's not my baby girl anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, put put that in your act. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I suppose all that self-hatred is from me. I'm like, well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Oh, my God. And this is the We Have Mommy Issues episode of Tea Time. And you know, it does fit in perfectly with family drama. We could stop talking about fucking politics now. We'll get into it. Here we go. Sorry if we bored you. Talking about our political views that really don't matter because we're not politically savvy. Did that kill the energy? I'm very, I'm feeling very self-conscious today. No, I feel like we, I feel like we. I've had a lot of caffeine and I feel like I'm starting to feel like the dark side of it now. The anxiety is kind of kicking in. Oh, good. I'm not going to stop drinking this. So I want both of you to know that. Okay. Okay. So are we ready for our first one? Yep. Okay. Family drama at the dinner table. Yes. When I was growing up, I had a really bad speech impediment, and I was the black sheep of the family. I could tell that my parents wished they had stopped having kids after my older sister, the golden child. (laughs) Tension was always present in the household. My mom and sister would often gang up and bully me, and my dad was constantly disappointed. Oh, that's so sad. Jesus. Well, one evening, we're sitting down to a scrumptious steak and baked potato dinner. Not scrumptious. scrumptious yeah. A scrumptious steak. And I was ready to load I was ready to load my potato up with country crock butter. Nice. All right. But my speech impediment had other plans. Dad, <laughs> Dad, can you pass the crunchy cock? I said. Nope. He threw his silverware down on the plate and said, God damn it. <laughs> Can't even have a nice family dinner with this retard. My sister and mother laughed like hyenas. Oh, honey. <laughs> ah. Oh and I, numb to their shenanigans at this point, oh. kept eating my dinner. Joke was on them, though, because later that night, I snuck down to the fridge, ripped off the lid of that crunchy cock, and licked all over it. Got a good mix of my saliva in that thing and stuck it back in the fridge. Thoroughly enjoyed watching them use it after that. That was a loaded story. That was fucking heavy. Honestly, good for you for doing that. But um Wow. I feel bad for laughing so hard, but that, <laughs> that's aggressively you know that dad the was dad's fed reaction. Up. He was fed up of, of his little sweet daughter with her speech impediment. Dropping the R word he, on your he ass. Slammed the silverware down and said, God damn it. You can imagine the dad standing up from the table saying, I'm imagining it's giving bald dad. Yeah. It's can't have a big he, burly balls. God damn it. Can't even have a nice family dinner with this retard. Punching <laughs> the word again. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. She's just a little girl asking for the crunchy cock. <laughs> just wanting a little simple munch. Daddy, can you pass the crunchy cock? Hey, daddy, can you pass Not the, the mother and sister laughing like fucking Maniacal hyenas. jackals. That is so haunted. Yeah, Good. Spit in their food every year after that. Honestly. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe he called you a retard. That's so fucking awful. <laughs> That's so mean. 
Jesus. <laughs> Families right. get a little too goddamn comfortable being mean to each other. It sounds... <sighs> because you want to know what it is? They there's really like do. that There's that love there that like... I mean, hopefully. But it's like there's like I don't that... I like, wasn't that one. There's that like we're all fucking like born into this fucking entrapment. And so it's like, we're, we just have each other. And so you can kind of just say whatever that's like, I mean, I feel like how some families think because it's like, well, we're still all going to be here. And it's like, damn, right. You can't, get you got to control us. your fucking tone. Yeah. As I curse. We used to roast my mom and like, we would all like, that's the only time my family got along was when we were oh my roasting God. my mom. Ganging up on mom. Yeah. That's what my dad and I would do. My mom it was, pretty overweight most of my life and she would wear these really tight like yoga pants around the house and every time she was making <laughs> breakfast or dinner she'd be at the oven at the stove you know making some shit and my dad and I would come up behind her with a wooden spoon a wooden ladle is that what it is a wooden a big wooden spoon uh-huh. and it would stick the spoon up her asshole <laughs> like in her in her butt crack and it would just hang because her, her ass cheeks were so tight together and it would just hang out of her ass crack. My dad and yeah. I would laugh. My mom would just keep cooking. I see why she drinks. My mom would just keep cooking and she'd go, you guys think you're so fucking funny, don't you? <laughs> My dad and I would be laughing, just looking at the wood sticking out of her asshole. Yeah. Did your parents yell? My, my, my Big mom. time. Yes. Yeah. My mom was a yeller. Yeah, my mom too. My dad, not, but my mom is a fucking yeller, screamer, if you will. Yeah, same. Scary. Yeah. Growing up with a screamer is scary. It is really scary. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. So it is a very lot. traumatizing. Either, so that's why we roasted. So because it was either screaming or or laughing. My family is. Are, are y'all? Yeah, your family's funny. Yeah, they're. Is funny. your family funny? We we just make fun of each other. Yeah, that's yeah. Kind I mean that's, that's what my family though. does. My yeah. family is hilarious, but they like yeah they roast you so hard. Yeah, and yeah. then even in an argument, like they like start mocking you, and like I hate that I have that, but like when I start like when I start getting in an argument, so I'm like oh yeah, and it's like it's like so obnoxious. God, yeah. children, I know. Oh, it's so too. immature. It's really oh. very unbecoming. And then every still to this day, every time. Uh, I, I see my sister, I end up making her cry for some reason. <laughs> oh, my I God. I say something that just Stop. crosses a line. No, it's hard when you, like, ha- it's, like, ingrained. In- it's also interesting. You and Eli, like- you, Eli makes you cry. Oh, my brother makes me cry, I think, harder than anyone. He's My brother is one of my best friends, but he is so, he's very wicked. He's very mean. I think my sister thinks the same about me. Like, so- I, I mean, just because it's, like, you... Y'all know it's like it's like a blessing and a curse. It's because like you know each other so well, and so you you're like y'all know each other's Achilles heels to like yeah. really get at each other. I, yeah, I get. I don't know. I don't mean it. It just like like that dad calling her the R word. Yeah. Like that's so god. That's just so cruel. Because like I, of course, like she probably already feels insecure. Yeah. I used to have a stutter when I was a child, and like it's it sometimes it still comes out. And it's so embarrassing. And so like, to, oh man, that like imagine, really cuts. Imagine sitting at the dinner table and you're trying to say something and your dad's like, oh, are you trying to say something? Oh, you're trying to say something, you little retard. The retard girl trying to say something. That's just so mean. My dad always used to call my mom Jabba the Hutt. Oh my God. Anyway, okay. My dad used to call my mom a cunt. <laughs> Hilarious. And by used Mine to, too. I mean probably last week, but... Fuck. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Um, this one has no subject, so 
Okay. So years ago, I was dating this guy, and I went to his family's Christmas party. His grandparents' neighbors came. Wait, I'm so sorry. I think I just, like, blacked out. I know. Hold on. Okay, His okay. grandparents' neighbors came. Okay, so his grandparents. No, I, I like, I mean, I need you to, like, start from the very okay. beginning. So years ago, <laughs> I was dating this guy. Okay. I And I went to his family's Christmas party. Okay. His grandparents' neighbors came. They were a younger couple around our age. Everyone was drinking and having a good time. And the husband got too drunk, so decided to go home. The wife was weirdly clinging to my boyfriend. So I drank a bit more than I should have to avoid the feelings I was having towards it. Anyways... I had enough. They were literally holding hands on the couch. So I walked up and went to go give my boyfriend a hug. She pulled him away from me and my drunken instinct came in and I punched her in the face. Oh Oh my God. Yeah. Um, She dropped to the ground in front of his whole family bleeding from her nose. Okay, girl, you got a oh, strong damn. fucking... Oh, damn. Okay, slugger. <laughs> yeah, it's slugger indeed. Literally, iron fist. Yeah, okay. no, fucking Hulk over here. Jesus. I panicked and started to cry and then left and yes, started to walk victim. home. <laughs> yeah. A cab came and I guess he ordered one to pick me up on his street to drive me home. He blocked me and we have never spoken again. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Not the laughs, you unhinged joker. Oh, my God. Okay, but you know what? He fucking deserved it. And so did she. Maybe not to be punched in the face because I don't condone violence. I wanted violence, to do that. But okay, yeah. Okay, we don't condone we it. We don't condone yeah. violence. You should. Oh, wait. No, I was actually shaking my head. You shouldn't have don't done that. Condone, don't, con- don't condone violence. We can't lie. I know. Why was she doing that? That's horrible. That is just... here's There's like... A unique rage that like I, I do empathize with that rage of like like being yeah. openly disrespected like that. I've definitely wanted to do that. I don't have that in me, but also what an awkward thing. Like you're the outsider at a family's Christmas gathering. Well, the, fuck that guy. If that okay, well here's the thing. Fuck if you're that do, guy. if you are that comfortable at a place where you're the odd person out, I would love to see what you do when you're in your comfort zone and you get pissed <laughs> off. Fucking Fuck. slugging. Slugging. Damn. All right. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Embarrassing story time. <laughs> I met a guy on field after hearing about <gasps> oh, the app, app wild. a few episodes ago. So she listened to our podcast and downloaded field. It's yes! a pink app. Oh, shit. Yes, queen. Oh, my God. Okay. Wild. Okay. I love that. We went on a first date and it went really great. We went on a second date to my dorm room to hook up. Everything went fine, but he didn't text me the next day, and I completely freaked out. Okay. I forgot that he told me that he was going to an all-day family party because I smoke a ton of weed. Go off. I just wanted him to tell me how good I was at sex. I'm a fucking Leo. Me too. I get that. I just wanted him to tell me how good I would have been at sex, and I would have been fine that day. I already knew this, but still needed and wanted his validation. Honey. I flipped and sent him a text telling him that I'm a witch and he fucked with the wrong one. I've done that. Naturally. I I do that to my boyfriend every week. (laughs) That's so bad. No, it's good. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Naturally, he no longer wanted to talk to me because he thinks I'm going to curse him. (laughs) I spent all this time making sure I didn't see any red flags when I was the red flag the entire time. No, you're fun and perfect. Keep doing it. Okay, because we were talking about (laughs) that we are the toxic ones in the relationship. And sis, I do like your self-awareness. Here's the thing. 
I am. This actually makes me feel maybe this is a bad sign, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, I I feel really good about myself after hearing that because I also tell I tell my boyfriend probably at least once a week that I am a witch. And I accuse him of things he's 100% not doing. But then when I'm trying to back up my point, I go, well, I'm a witch and I know what you're doing. (laughs) And he goes, uh, and I'm like, makes you think, huh? That's so so unhinged. (laughs) That's so. And you want to know what it is? No. It's it's, it's insane. It's unhinged. Well, it's not cute. Okay, Gabby, you're doing a lot of this and you need to be doing a lot of this. (laughs) No, I think what you did is perfect. Yummy. Do it again. (laughs) You know what? Do it mid fuck. He was out of... You know you're fucking a witch okay, right now. Yeah. Also, the, the other red flag in that is that she's like, I needed and wanted him to tell me how good I am at sex. Girl, I'm on your side, but like... Okay, that, that's, yeah. that's the internal work that needs to be done. You do need to do internal work. You do have to know that... It's normal to validation seek. I mean, we're fucking comics. Like, we get it. Yeah. But don't do it to that extent. Tell me how good I am at fucking you. Tell me. But, and it's like, yeah, of course, you always want to hear that, but like... Did he, he come? A, then, okay, you're fine. He was at a family function. Yeah. You, once you really learn, okay, dorm room, I'm guessing you're young. God bless you. But once you get a little older, you're going to realize men, and Lee can attest to this, men will fuck, just fuck. Kidding, I love you, but like men- A grape. Men will fuck grapes. A grape, a peach, a fucking taxidermied raccoon. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like, true. A they pillow. Will, yeah. Stop being ashamed about body hair. A body with no Stop arms being and ashamed legs. of pimples. Stop being ashamed of litter. Stop thinking, oh, was it good enough? It probably was better. It was probably the best he's ever had. What are the, okay, what are the sex dolls that don't have arms and legs? They're just like. Oh, they're just a, like the rubber. They're like just like a Dave? torso and they have like a pussy and an asshole and you just And fuck. the legs like, fla- or the, no They don't leg. have legs. No, no, they're it's just, just like, like a torso. It's just like the, the pussy like, and the pussy. Like yeah, and yeah. like some big tits. It's There's like a no sla- head. A slab of Men genitals. Men literally will fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a fucking like imagine, rubber slab. No, fucking imagine walking in on your boyfriend fucking one of those. Oh, oh no. Imagine Can you imagine? Finding out that he owns one of those. What would you do? Be disappointed in his bloodline. Yeah. Would you break up with him? Call his mom. Yeah. <laughs> I've texted a guy's mom before. Have you? No. I said, you need to go get your son. <laughs> No, I texted. And that's on being a fucking witch. I, I, te- <laughs> I texted my ex's mom when he died, but I have never texted. Okay, Gabby. So a bit of a clinger. So, <laughs> bit of a clinger. I said, hey, Shauna, I'm sorry. Sorry, Miss Girl. No, that's sorry. actually very sad. And I'm- sorry I fucked your son to death. <laughs> there are things that I do wish I could take back. And that was one of them. Yeah, that's fine. It came out of my mouth and I said, Consider it taken back. I, my soul <laughs> left my body when I said that. Yeah. I just dropped back in. Yeah, consider it taken back. Consider that not leaving this room. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm it is going it. on the podcast. No, it, it doesn't have to. Oh, it can. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. If you want oh, my to. God. You mean <laughs> It is very sad that he died. Okay, anyway. Um, oh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh, we're, we're talking about a few things after this. We are reviewing this whole entire episode. Okay. Um, okay, we sure are. Um, we're cutting it down to 10 minutes. Yeah, um, it is. This is, uh, this is going to be a 10-minute long episode. Okay, Lee laughed a little too hard, so. Uh, oh, no. Um, <sighs> this is going to be a 10-minute long episode. Um, <laughs> okay, ooh, this is a good one. Oh, You guys aren't ready for this. Okay. Family drama. Yeah. Okay. My cousin had a baby when she was underage. Her mom and dad, my uncle, 
had her keep the baby since it's against our religion to get an abortion. <sighs> when she had the baby, my uncle adopted the child and his and had his wife's daughter move out so she couldn't be in the child's life. It has been about 15 years and the kid has no idea he is adopted and is being raised by his grandparents. He has been raised to know his mom as his sister, but he doesn't look like anyone in our family. His parents are hella light-skinned and the kid is Israeli mixed with Hispanic, so he's a lot darker than the rest of us. My uncle doesn't let us see his son unless my grandmother or another relative is in town. Since he's paranoid, we're going to say something to him about being adopted. My uncle isn't allowing his sister slash mom to speak to him without someone present since she wants her son back and they're scared she's going to say something. The big plan is to wait till he is 18, take him to family therapy and tell him he's adopted then or just not tell him at all. The whole situation is fucked. Jesus. That is so fucked up on the grandparents' behalf. That's awful. That's so I don't even have anything funny to say. That's See, just I like I disagree. I disagree. What? What? I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Okay, argue your point. Okay. So I actually was just talking about this with somebody the other day, uh, that I think that <clears throat> being raised by your grandparents should be more normalized. And that that when especially parents that have kids young aren't ready to raise a kid. Mm -hmm. And my whole family had kids super young, uh, not like crazy young, not like teenager, but like so wild thing is like who my great grandmother had my grandmother at 22. My grandmother had my mom at 22. My mom had me at 22. My wow. sister just had her kid at 22. Mm -hmm. And so it's like we were raised with really stressed out parents that weren't really ready to have kids. So I I really was more supported by my grandmother anyway, financially, like emotionally, but like we were more supported. I feel like that should be more normalized. But now, being, but, but the lying, that they're not telling. That's yeah, what that's, it is. That's, yeah. That's for me, what's fucked up. I, I don't have any contention with the, um, with the being grandparents. Being raised by the grandparents. It's I, the, I do agree. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, you know, it is but, the full blown lie. It's yeah. not letting the son even know that his mother is this young woman and like raising the him as her sister that's some psychological fuckery but what's more but what's more gonna fuck him up the fact that he he knows that his mother isn't who he thinks his mother is like, yeah i feel like he's gonna be more well adjusted being raised how he is and then just being told the truth when he can handle it i see i don't agree you don't think that like the longer it goes the more like think yeah. of like i feel like you would feel betrayed almost so betrayed to be like oh wait like, so my parents my parents were lying to me my entire life I feel like life? you would have like that's gonna like rattle your foundation of trust mm -hmm. but unless Agreed. like you just at this point I would say maybe just I don't even know if I agree with this but like maybe just like never tell right at this point right I agree with that just either never tell I think but it seems like the family's starting to like kind of like fray at the seams from man that's so fucked <clears> though <throat> I mean I do agree with like the being raised by your grandparents and like normalize that for sure but like the lying that happened to jack nicholson his mother had him really young and was raised as his sister and really? yeah 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 and he's fine 
he used to reel coke off of prostitutes. Have you seen on The Shining? Movies, but um, I mean, he's doing well. So it sounds like a real king. So mm. I think no, I feel like the psychological damage from that would just be so intense. That's really fucking intense. Wow. And then like, what's it called? Epigenetics when you pass Epigenetics, on the genetics when yeah. you pass on the trauma. Yeah. I still disagree. I think it's fine. Wow. Yeah. Just the straight up lying. Yeah. Yeah. If that's the decision you're making, roll with it. You're like they just just make a decision and go with it. That's what I think. Wow. But see, but then it's unfair, but it's unfair to the actual mother because she never got to have a say in her child's life. I think that they're leaning toward wanting to establish that kind of relationship when they're adults and and that he can then he can emotionally handle that kind of news then probably it, it, don't, it sounds very like controlling and like they and won't it let sounds her... like she's like ready to like step in now and they're like no yeah like they don't want him to know that's an intense one Lean all right so take. i think what we all have just kind of decided is um send in your number and we'll call and we'll deliver the news and we'll tell for you we will tell exactly okay great and we can yeah, make it funny so, we'll make it funny and cute we can be like ha 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 god your grandparents your parents aren't who you think they are and then and then at the end of the call i'll make sure to go mm-hmm. and yeah and then we'll play just a bunch of fart noises yeah yeah give him a laugh okay we ready for the next one yeah okay this is this is wild. This is also a friend of mine. Um, when I was 5 to 17, Uh-oh. when I was 5 to 17, we'd drive from San Diego to visit my extended family every other Thanksgiving in Northern California. This trip, age 17, was inevitably my final trip. It was usually me, my dad, and my two grandparents in a motorhome. But my grandpa had died two years earlier, so this year it was just me, pops, and my 83-year-old grandma staying in a hotel room. On the flight up, I found out the room had two queens. So my dad and I discussed how we'd split up the beds. Initially, he offered to sleep in the same bed as grandma. Thank God he didn't. But we quickly realized we should split one bed and give her the other. Grandma was a great woman, but a handful at times. She had to, she had to start embarrassing conversations with, every, with everyone she met anytime she went out. That sounds like my mom. We loved her social ways, but it could be a lot while traveling. My dad's patience was wearing thin, and we were just ready to get to this hotel and rest before the next day's festivities. We settled in for the night. We turned off the TV. Grandma removed her hearing aids, and we turned out the lights. About 10 minutes later, I am still awake and assume my dad is asleep. I hear rustling from across the room. As the rustling stops, there is a pregnant pause. Following this pause came the horrendous sound that I initially thought was an electric toothbrush. It was not. No, no. I soon realized Gams had fully started going at it with her pocket rocket. My heart immediately dropped and I froze in terror. I had no idea what to do. I was living a nightmare. (laughs) Or a comedy. The preceding 20 to 30 seconds was... or so was pure agony with sounds that more closely resembled a lifetime smoker with emphysema just trying to breathe rather than moans. As I lay there mortified, out of dead silence comes the most fed up and aggravated 
no, from my dad, who clearly heard the whole thing. But and you're in the bed with your dad. Yeah. But remember, grandma had her hearing aids out, so the madness didn't stop. <laughs> oh, my I, God. I watched him roll over and slam his ears with the pillow, and I followed suit. I can't tell you how it ended as I clenched that pillow tighter than I ever thought I could for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> the next morning at the Continental Breakfast, I looked at my dad who shared the coldest look of fed up anger and embarrassment I'd ever seen. We never talked about it. My grandma didn't mention anything either. I guess Pops had permanently erased it from his memory forever. P.S. This behavior was not surprising. As at this time, grandma was dating three men at once and would occasionally mention being intimate with them. Elderlies at the nursing home had very tactfully implied she was good friends with many of them at her care center. She recently passed away in 2020 at age 95. R.I.P. Oh grandma. R.I.P. to a queen. A bold queen. She was Fucking jerking off. 85 and still fucking electrocuting that clit. Electric. You think that at 85, your clit would be dust, a puddle, nothing. Like sanded down over time. Sanded down, just sucked back into your body. Just like kind of like like waves washing against a cliff, just wearing it down yeah. over time. I imagine that Like when, a penny on railroad tracks. Yeah. Just, Yeah. She, I mean, what a ghastly tale that was. <laughs> and then the dad, oh my God. And I love that the dad is like, n- like fed up. He says he's fed up. No, as if he has heard this before. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, dad, you can't give me a warning. And she, dad. Her, hair, her hearing aids are out. But you know what? She's so old, she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, you know what? I've She's probably like, my I might kids. die tonight. I'm not dying without coming. I'm not dying so, without coming. Respect to her. Like, yeah, respect to her for that. But wow. wow. Maybe it's all the caffeine, but I feel very unsettled. Wow. I feel. No, it's not the caffeine, no, it's not the caffeine is it? Mm, wow. No, because Lee started crying about halfway through that. And honestly, I feel you. I feel not you. the grandma fucking just Con- fucking going off. I, that's crazy that you're still coming at 85. Yeah. She's fucking the people in her. In her geriatric home. Yeah. So for all you couples out there that are in your 20s and 30s and you guys aren't really fucking that much. There's still time. You should look inwards on that because people at 85 are still being cum queens. How do you think she sounded when she came? She's like... Ew. Yeah. I hated that. Kind of like a little dusty emission. Wow. Like a cloud of smoke just kind of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a cigarette. She's smoking a cigarette out of her pussy. Yeah, yeah. Her pussy starts scanning. Yeah, back in my day. It's giving. Remember Roz from Monsters Inc. God damn it. That's what it's giving. <laughs> yeah. Mike Wazowski. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's her clit. It is her clit. Yeah, her clit is Roz from Monsters Inc. Wow. Mike Wazowski. I need to go take a walk in the sunshine after this to kind of rinse off that story. But um, hmm. interesting. Wow. Yeah. That's a wild one. That is a wild one. In the, I mean, also, just, I know nothing happened with you and your dad, but I just sharing a bed, maybe it's my intimacy issues, but just sharing a bed with your dad also when that's happening, it's just like there's an extra layer of discomfort. Yeah. And you don't address it. I wonder, and he said that him and his dad hasn't, have never talked about it either. 
That's, I would need to talk about it. Have your parents ever found you fucking or doing anything like that? Um, oh, horrible. <laughs> my mom walked in on me when I was having a sleepover with um, one of my girlies in high school and we were cuddling. What do you mean cuddling? We were cuddling. What, what do you mean cuddling? We were can't just give us another cuddling. I know. You I can't. 69ing? What were you fucking I just doing? I got nervous because my mom listens to this sometimes. Um, we weren't 69ing, Gabrielle. We were just, um, we, we'll we, say, we were exploring. Yeah. And my mom walked in. And she goes, okay. Girls, are you up? And we were like, and then just stopped what we were doing. Cause like I was straight and she was straight, but like she would come over and we would always watch like gay porn together and be like, That looks crazy. Were you teenagers at this point? Yeah, we were teenagers yeah. and we would always like kiss because we were practicing Lee's for boys. Off right now. I know. Lee saw no, okay, but <laughs> um, but we would always He got yeah. shy after that. Um have you ever been in the room with somebody while they've been hooking up with someone? God, yes. Also it's in high horrible. school. Um, Lee of you. I've been the hooking up one. God, of course, Lee. Oh. Lee, were you on meth? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it was in high school. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a very high school college thing to in do. a room full of our friends. No. Yeah, that's what mine were was. Were you fucking? Yeah. It was, oh. like, it was six in the morning, and then all of a sudden, Did we they just know? hear the claps. Yeah, they clapped. Uh, they they applauded us. After. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. man. Yeah. That's never happened to me. I mean, I've been in the room with people fucking before. It's horrible. It is. I like, we like woke up to it. Like the whole, like it was our entire friend group. I think it was senior year. Mm -hmm. And we like woke up to. And we were like, what? What? We were like, and you fucking. And you fucking. Mm -hmm. You ain't coming. You fucking. You fucking. All right. So let's go. We have uh, people want advice on things. So let's go. I'm going to pick out some things. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Mm, how do I stop being so depressed and anxious and worried about stupid boys? You want to start? Yeah, you got to get your self-esteem up. I mean, easier said than done. Okay, so what you would do is, <laughs> number one, go to therapy. Number two, um, you have to work on your control issues. I struggle with this as well. If someone doesn't text you back... You cannot control it. And you have to just, it's hard, but you just have to kind of like make peace with it. I would say, you know, work out regularly because I feel like that um, is a good way to like blow off steam. Um, and then you have to make sure that like you're doing hobbies that make you feel good about yourself. Like whether yeah. that's painting or doing a puzzle or reading or going on a hike or a dance class or a cooking class. Like you need to start doing things for you and do things that you're good at. And that's going to boost your um, self-esteem. Yeah. And, and this girl looks young. Yeah. She's on the younger side. Okay. Well, Miss Queen, it's going to get better. Um, also, this is something that's really helped me. Guys are going to come and go. Also, girl, I'm looking at her <clears throat> profile right now. She's really cute. Um, you're really cute. Yeah, you're okay. And well, you I can't seem, see, but I'm I'm sure that you're fucking gorgeous. Yeah, you are. They always are. Um, no, you're gorgeous. You're cute. Um, I don't know if you have daddy issues, mommy issues, maybe a little bit of. Both. We all have. We all have all the issues. We, yeah, though. we. All, I mean, yeah, we do. That's but, usually where the anxiety and the shit stems from. Because you're, you're validation seeking. You're trying to get. So you're, you're like, I've done this before. Where you like attach someone else to like 
your um your mode of self-worth does that make sense Mm -hmm. like you feel like valid and you feel good when you're with someone because they're like oh well I'm getting that's like that's like your love supply right but you have to like you're only going to be in bad relationships if that's where if you're getting that if you're getting your light from someone else you have to make sure like you're getting it from yourself and by that do what I just said and get your self-esteem from doing things you're good at um make sure you're like talking to your friend make sure you're not only complaining when you talk to your friends because that lowers your vibration also, I think that sometimes talking to our friends can be not so great because it's kind of like the blind leading the blind at times. Like your friends can also give bad advice. Be um, careful which which friends you go to for advice. Well, I also would highly recommend with this stuff, when you're dealing with this stuff, like finding out more about yourself and re- reading. Like there are a lot of interesting things. Um that you can read about attachment styles that can like enlighten you on your own self. Uh, Something that I learned in AA, you know, is that you have a part, you play a part in every role in your life, you know? So it's like uh, being depressed, anxious, and worried about stupid boys. It's like men aren't the issue. Like the issue is within you. Mm -hmm. Like, why you need can't to resolve. you be alone? Why? Yeah. Um, yeah. You you need to resolve what it is that makes you feel like you need validation from another person, which is really difficult. We're not really raised in a culture where that's possible because every there's always there's so much weight placed on like you have to have a partner. You have to be in a relationship. Like being alone is very hard. It is. It's really uncomfortable. And also being anxious. I mean, I've at spent first my- it is. You know what? Let me revise that. At first being alone, if you're not used to it, can be really uncomfortable because like you're not getting your like you know, I feel like we can use like validation as like an energy source. Mm-hmm. And so at first you're like kind of like manic, but then once you get more settled, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the anxiety that comes from, I've spent so much of my life like like sick over men and it's just, you have to turn inwards. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Here's, here's one on the other side of that. How do you make your girl feel validated through your action, speech, love, language, et cetera? Ooh. One. That's a really good one. I'm gonna say that you can't make anybody feel anything. Um, it, like if your girlfriend isn't hearing that from you, it's because she doesn't feel it within herself. Uh, I, he wants to try. He feels. Well, yeah. He feels like he he feels like there's a there's a deficit in uh-huh. in him expressing himself. So he's yeah. looking for some advice on how he can express the love that he obviously has for this person. Okay. I also. <laughs> No, she just doesn't love herself, and that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. Ditch her. No, um, I uh, um, told her to stop fucking crying. No, um, okay. <laughs> how do you make your girl feel validated? Show up for her, and so like, what is she? You know, okay, like depending on like what she does for work, like help her out, like you know, um, if that means like getting coffee ready for her in the morning before she goes into an office, or if that means like giving yeah. her a ride somewhere, or like you know, um. Without expectation of something in return. Right. Yes. Do th- no expectations. I think the the key to a successful wow, I can't even speak. The key to a successful relationship is number one, a hundred percent communication. So like I feel like, okay, go off for asking us. We can like try and help you, but definitely take this to her. Be like, babe, how can I show up for you? Where am I where am I not showing up enough in, in the relationship? Yeah. And ask then, what they want. Ask what makes them feel good. That's a, always the thing that you can do is just ask somebody what makes you feel good. 
So, and sometimes for date nights, make it literally just about her. Take her to dinner. Take her dessert. Take her on a cute drive. Um, yeah. And then go to make the decisions. Make the decision. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so fucking hot. Make the decisions. Go down on her for forty five minutes. <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding. And like. <laughs> 45 go minutes. Down, go down on her until that clit is dust. And go you're breathing down. like you have, like that she is fucking Go down on her until she starts going. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski, yeah. Oh, Make boy. sure that she says Mike Wazowski when she's coming. Yeah, yeah. Or you didn't do it right, player. I think though, yeah. But how do you make your girl feel validated through your actions? I literally Tell her she's her. beautiful without her. Yeah. Like just text her randomly throughout the day. Like uh, make her feel like it's a privilege to be with her, which it is. Mm-hmm. Something that I love to say is every single day is an audition to be in your relationship. Cheesy things are nice too. Mm-hmm. Like be a little cheesy. Be like thinking of you, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to cuck a little bit. Yeah. I know I'm so hard at that. But yeah, you do. Okay, we've got another one. Okay. Uh should I stop drinking? Because when I do, I end up not feeling proud of myself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I am going on 30 days of no drinking and it is Yes, thank you. And it's my third year in a row trying, so we'll see how long I can go. But I take, not, take some time off. See how it makes you feel. Yeah. You'll feel a lot. Your self-esteem will go up. Way up. For just give it some time. And you'll then you'll decide. Also, yeah, and you don't need to like worry about labeling yourself as an alcoholic or whatever. I just think that if you're having negative emotions around drinking or around yourself um with drinking. Then it's definitely. I think you know. Oh, okay. Okay. Not Gabby watching her own videos. No, uh, I was pulling up the stories. <laughs> the shame of drinking, like, is not worth it. It's really not. It, it's a time suck too. It you can be you doing down. so many other things, but like, I know for me, I would like even if I only had two drinks, the next like two days, I'm like thinking, I'm like in like a shame spiral about it, and then I'm like having anxiety, and I'm like, this is wasting my fucking time. Yeah, this one's for me. Um, how bad does filler hurt to get put in? Depends on where. Lips, horrible. Fuck. I got this the other day. Not that bad. Lips, the worst. Really? Jesus. They don't numb you? They do. Mm-mm. But your lips are so, so sensitive. <clears throat> so bad. And I get tattoos on my fucking stomach. It, this was the worst. Lips are the worst thing I've ever felt. Do you cry? Yeah. I'm not like, <laughs> but you're like, definitely like, you have tears running. Or like, yeah, I've, I've, it hurts. It fucking hurts. Well, it's all the nerves in your face. Yeah. yeah. But this oh one didn't God. hurt that bad. Right here, these look, no, these lines, no. But they look great. Yeah, that looks really, really yeah, good. look good. I'm serious. You, you can tell yeah. a little bit of a difference. It's smoothed yeah. out. I have to go back in two weeks for more, but I would say don't let the pain hold you back. Get them. Um, I want to live in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, what should I do? Move. I don't know why you want to live out here, but yeah, no. Move. Well, let's slow the fuck down. Why do you want to move out here? Um, it's cute if you need to like be out here, but it's expensive. It's very expensive. It's if you don't have, I don't have a car and I don't drive, and it is hard to get around. So just kind of take that into consideration. And if you can do your job in any other city, definitely explore that. But if like you need to be in LA, then then yeah, move. So I just moved here, mm-hmm. and I only moved here because I. Did a little bit of research and I found that there was a deficit of people with my skills here. And that's what brought me here really was that it was like, oh, people are looking for me there. Mm-hmm. And so I think do a little we bit really, of research. We really, we really were. And we <laughs> yeah. found them. <laughs> yeah. Our prince. And, and our so prince. Our- 
I Prince. would just suggest do a little bit of research. What do you do for a living? And is this the place that you really need to do it? Yeah. If you're coming Very to fart wise. around, try and like do Not it in like a around. less, ex- yeah, yeah. Like do it in like a le- like less expensive place. But if like you like need to be out here, then yeah, fucking come. Okay. So I have one life. I'm a guy in my late twenties and I've never been in a serious relationship. Is this weird? Um, I don't think so. No. Cause it also depends on the kind of relationships you've been in before. Like, I know. Never been in a serious. I do think it's a little weird, and I'm not coming for you. I want to hear why you don't think it's weird, though, before I give my reason why I do think it's weird. Um, I don't think. Uh, I don't think it's weird. I, I, from the looks of it, I'm so sorry if this isn't true, but from the looks of it, he is gay. Um, it, it just, I'm putting it. Together. I'm not laughing at the gay thing. I'm laughing at you saying, "I'm so sorry if this isn't true." <laughs> I mean, because I don't want to fucking offend you. Um, live your life. I doesn't matter. But um, if you are gay, I know that the dating scene is more difficult in ways for gay men because there's like, you know, a, there's more of a emphasis on like hookup culture mm-hmm. with gay men. Mm-hmm. And I I know like I have a lot of friends who are gay and like don't really have serious relationships until later on. Yeah, that's um, true. Right. Yeah. But if you're straight, I also don't. I don't know. I don't think it's that weird to not be in a relationship. I think people, I think that people like take time to like get to know themselves and maybe they just haven't, you know, found somebody that really fits with them yet. Maybe they don't feel comfortable enough in themselves. I don't know. So the reason why I think it's weird is the reason why you don't think it's weird, which I think it's funny. So I, I think, cause it's normal to be, I'm not saying it's weird to like not be in a relationship that's completely normal but i'm saying to have never been in one and you're in your late 20s i think that you need to get more in touch with yourself i think that there's like something that you're hiding from subconsciously and that's why you can't get close to anyone so you think intimacy issues i think intimacy issues okay i think you're hiding something and i maybe you're not aware of it and i'm not even trying to come for you but Hmm. well uh, how to convince how to convince Shia LaBeouf to fuck me? I know his location. Honestly, honey, go to some. Um, nope. Okay, yo, <laughs> you know his. Lo- <laughs> what, what? How do you know his location? What's going on? But now, do you know his location? Do we need to call the police? How do and you I'm sorry for what I was about to say. Um, how do you convince him to fuck you? I love Shia. I love Me too. I think well, he's, he's uh, didn't he do some? Okay, too. I know he did some weird shit to FK. Um, uh, yeah, he is, a, but he's also a violent addict. No excuse, I guess. Get, get him when he's sober, because if he's, he's if, he, if he's he fucked up, now. he's gonna hit you. But get, <laughs> but get him when he's sober. Um, find out where sober people hang out, and then go. Maybe he'll be there. Who knows? There. <laughs> Next question. My ex girlfriend wants to be friends and possibly date again someday. Entertain it or no? Well, that depends on where you're at. If, if you're dating someone else, you better fuck off on that ex shit. Yeah, but if you are into that. Wow. I'm sorry. I just got tr- <laughs> look at my body language. I like got like really protective. Yeah, no. Do I mean? Do you like her? Would you want to do that? That's on. That's yeah, honey. That's like on it's... you. I don't know how to help you with that. If you, if she, if she has never stolen from you, beat you, if she's kind, entertain. I guess. Better fuck off on that next shit. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're dating someone right now, and this is coming, then you need to either break up with Miss Girl or. Get right with God. I don't know. Get right with God. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Here's a good one. I believe that past ones in the past. So, okay. Bye. Okay. How do I how do I deal with a guy who likes me but doesn't ask me any questions about my life? You tell him. 
I think tweet about him. Yeah, tweet about him. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should bring it up and be like, "Hey, you just never really." It's hard though. Those like confrontational conversations are hard, but they do. Uh, communication, do a lot. communication. Like it's it's uncomfortable to have those conversations, yeah. but just straight up be like. And you can try and say it in a playful way, or it's kind of more fun to be antagonistic, but I'm toxic. So just, yeah, just straight up, just tell him or her, just be like, hey, you need to ask me more questions about myself. Yeah, because also it could be one of those things where he doesn't even really realize that he's not doing it. Mm -hmm. And people can't change the things that they don't know. And like that could, like, I'm like that. There are a lot of things that like I do that I'm not even aware of. My boyfriend constantly has to be like, hey, can you be a little bit more thoughtful? Like, can you do this? Like, can you maybe not think about yourself as much and think about people outside of you a little bit. And I'm like, yes, because I am like an innately kind of selfish person and I have to be reminded to like be thoughtful of others. And that's not a fucking self-aware queen. Well, it's hard. But so like bringing it up and if he reacts harshly to that, then bye. Then, yeah. If you bring it up and he's like, I, what the fuck? And he gets mad at you, then that's not good. But if he like listens to you, that's good. Agree. Should we do some more? Yeah. Or are we, are we let's done? Do, let's do one more, two more. Well, yeah, let's do a couple more. And then um, are we going to address the toys? They've been out. Yeah, we are going to do that. We are yeah, going to address the toys. Yeah. I just decided that should, right when you should, said it. Yeah, we should close with that. Okay. Okay. Finally, the toys. Okay. Were you nervous to start doing stand-up? And if so, how did you overcome? Do you want to start first? Yeah. Um, okay, so I like I grew up watching stand-up with my family. I love stand-up so much. Um I knew I wanted to do it at a young age. I dropped out of community college, moved to LA when I was 19. Um, I had an internship working for like a, a um, like a comedic ticketing thing. So I got to like be underage and go to all the comedy clubs. It was really cool. <laughs> well, I ended up getting a really amazing spot at the comedy store for my, my like first ever open mic. And I, I knew it was a big deal, but looking back, I, I didn't realize how big of a deal it was. But, um, but anyway, so I get up on stage and I get one joke out. And I lose eye contact with my friend and I got heckled by like some guy. Some guy was like, nice tits. And I was wearing a tight shirt and I have big honkers. And then um, I ran off the stage crying and I was 19 and I didn't do it again. Pussy. Pussy. And I was crying behind the comedy store and I was like, I can't do that. And then I didn't get back on stage again until I was 24, I believe. That's when I started. 20, 24. 24, 20. Yeah, about 24. And then... Um, I would still, it took me about a year to overcome my stage fright, but I would be sometimes in the middle of a joke, sometimes the beginning of the set, sometimes the end, I would just run off stage because I, I had such intense stage fright and I was so shy. You would just run off stage. I just would run off stage, but I just knew that I wanted to do it. Huh. But I was, yeah, stand-up is horrifying. Still to this day, I get scared, but it's, yeah. it's so much fun. Were you nervous to start doing stand-up? And if so, how did you overcome? I was nervous to start doing stand-up. I didn't ever know it's what I wanted to do. I like, took a class in it because I was like, I don't, I didn't know shit about stand-up. I didn't really grow up watching it. The only thing I ever really watched that was like comedic was, I mean, that had like stand-ups involved was Chelsea Lately. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, I had really bad stage fright, which is initially like why I started doing stand-up because I wanted to get over that. And if so, how did you overcome? I don't know. I just kept you showing have to, up. Yeah, you have to force yourself to do it. You it have is, to force yourself, yeah. And just know that you're going to fucking suck when you first start. Yeah, and it's still <laughs> so, it is still hard, but like, it's a lot easier now because I like know myself and I know that like I can do it, but it is definitely hard starting out with it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Especially like coming up with a joke and like, I also didn't really full, I thought you just got up on stage and were just funny. And so like, I didn't fully yeah. realize all the writing and like all the repetition that 
is involved with stand up. Yeah, write some shit out, memorize it, and then try it. And that's really what that's yeah. it. You're not gonna be good the first time. And if you are, that's cool, but like it's a Go to a, a bunch of time. open mics. Comedybureau.com is you can find them for New York and LA. Are you nervous doing stand up? Yeah, I was just gonna shout out Comedy Cult. I like what she's doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy Cult's amazing. Yeah. Um, for shows and mics. Yeah, I mean, I I have no success in it, so I feel like I can't really speak on it. But um, but you I, do, but you get on stage and you yeah. do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I started um, about six years ago now, six or seven years ago. Um, I've been kind of on and off because my job has always been at night, so I just open mic and uh, yeah, I mean, just do it, just do it. I mean, I got laughs my first time, and so I got hooked. Yeah. And then that, that didn't first get time. laughs for like two years, you know, didn't get another laugh yep. for like years. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I, I found it easier to start telling stories and I just got up and started telling stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's so many types of stand up too. Just get up there and just try it. You mm-hmm. won't know until you try it. And yeah, it's nervous. I don't think anybody's not nervous doing it. Yeah. Um. Okay. It's, like, it's fun. Like use the nerves to propel you. Yeah. You don't really get over it. You just learn how to use it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when should I stop seeing a guy slash how to tell if he's a broke boy? Is he only taking you on hikes? <laughs> Is he only taking you to the beach? Is he taking you to do things that... Is he asking you for gas money after you guys have sex? Is he, he, is he only you having you come to his house and making you do things in nature? Yeah. Watch out for that. How they. to tell if he's a broke boy? I mean, usually you can kind of tell like right off the bat, like on the way that they pay for things... I think if so now I sometimes I've gotten hate for this before, so I'm gonna try it again because I kind of love the drama. But I think splitting things on the first date is sickening. And I think that the person asking should be the one paying. I agree. And that's a good way to tell. I guess I used to be kind of anti that because I was like, no, men and women are not and I'm a feminist, but now I'm like, no, men can pay for it. We that's how that's how strong my feminism is, is like Actually, no, you guys have oppressed us enough throughout history. You can fucking pay for it. You can pay for our mac and cheese. My thing is I spend a lot of money on my makeup and my hair to look good. And I work out very hard. And I I put a lot of work into my my body and my and in my fucking mind. I I work very Mm -hmm. hard on myself. Mm -hmm. And I know some men do. But But most don't. Most of them sit around jacking off. Yeah. To fucking like stepmom teen porn and we're playing fucking Fortnite and that's it. Yeah, so, so we are putting in the work. Excuse the fuck out of me while you I- guys are seeing those guys. Shut up. <laughs> I have dated. I have dated a lot of broke boys. My boyfriend now is like the first relationship that I've had where it's like I feel taken care of. But every other one up to this was very like broke boy. Mm-hmm. You've dated broke boys too. Oh god, why do you think I got so mad? I, okay, I'm really sorry to whoever wrote in that hot Cheeto story. I was told that um, by my mom <laughs> that I was uh, maybe a little bit too mean, but that's because yeah. I got really fucking triggered because I dated a guy who would fucking eat hot Cheetos and get crumbs all over the fucking bed all the time and like would eat McDonald's in the bed. And I was just like, stop and like would never look for a job. And then like would always like, I like paid for everything and like I was poor at the time. And I'm like, ew, stop. But no. With this being said though, like there are things I'm not saying you need to like go out to like nice ass dinners every single time or whatever. Like, but like, what if you like take like go get her like a fucking sandwich or something? Like, go take her to the park and like read together. That's my favorite date in the world. I think that's so cute. Okay, so this is why you date fucking broke boys. But 
I stay um, in those parks. No, but <laughs> yeah, you really do. But I also think that yeah, I also feel like there are a lot of women who would be interested. You know, see, but okay, okay, hear this out. Okay, is he worth putting up with a broke boy? Period. Is he? Do you see? Is it? Is there? Is some, there some I, put up, I put up with a lot of broke boys. My friend right now. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but here we go. She's dating a guy who's pours sin but he adds a lot to the relationship like okay he doesn't have money but here's the thing like the little money that he does have like he spends it on like groceries or something and then they keep the groceries at her place and then he'll come over and like he's a really great cook so yeah. then like they eat, they eat in a lot and he's a really supportive partner helps her with her uh, her auditions and whatnot yeah. and, like he's very emotionally intelligent and so like right. it's not because I'm not going to lie, you know, as I'm getting older, the money bags are going up in my eyes and I'm like, okay, like you need to make this, this and this. But it's like if they're, you know, if yeah. he's adding to your life and not just like a bum. That's true. Because it, it could go the other way too, where if you are dating like a fucking guy with money, but he's a piece of shit, like you don't want that. The last guy I dated paid for just about everything, but it was a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll do one more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This, I believe, is from stop, is from a gay man. Uh, what do you do if you want to fuck your coworker, but he's married with kids and straight, but he gives you the fuck me eyes at work? Okay, honestly, I mean, if he's if he is straight and married with kids, that's his. That's some shit he's got to fucking. He's got to wrestle with. With you in bed. I don't know. Do you fuck him? No, because then you're kind of being a homewrecker. I know we should say don't do it. I know we should, but I'm kind of like... But we are toxic and it does make for a fun podcast. So I say fuck him. I say put that energy... But no, because then what if it like... But then... I'm what sorry, if it, I'm sorry. What if it hurts this person? What if they really get into this married guy? If it's not you, it's going to be someone else. But, but But then what if this married guy like... I mean, yeah, if it's just like a fuck, then fine. But what if this married guy, what if you catch feelings and he's like, actually, no. If you're trying to like, yeah, if you're trying to like make this guy your partner, how you get them is how you lose them. So I would not advise against that. But if you're in your messy phase and he's clearly trying to like enter a messy phase, you know, yeah, this isn't Oprah, you know, like <laughs> this isn't Brene Brown. Okay, yeah. I don't have the. Yeah, I'm sorry. This isn't Brene Brown. And if my mom's listening, I promise that I'm nice and sweet and I wouldn't do that, mom. And I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You've uh, it's an interesting call. Yeah. It's an interesting call. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think there is a certain amount of animalistic instinct that uh you're allowed to act on. That's okay. I think I it's like sad how many people cheat i didn't really fully realize that or grasp so that many people cheat until i was a fucking full throttle adult i feel like cheating is almost the same thing as women getting filler and not saying anything about it it's like this thing that a lot of people do but like don't ever acknowledge mm -hmm. like, well there's also there's emotional cheating there's like yeah there's so many different types. So hard. It's so hard. I mean, because I've I've fucking done it before, and it's not it's not something that like feels good. It's mm -mm. just it's like your own ego like craving something. Mm -hmm. Don't love it. Don't no. love to be that person. No. It's yeah. It's, you have to also understand that like if you decide to cheat, it's gonna like weigh on your spirit, and like you can you like just really like you know I would say meditate on it because it's gonna really negatively affect you. How would you feel if the in the entire time you were saying that, I started making farting noises. 
I honestly would love it. I, I kind of wish you were doing the, wait, what was her voice again? Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> we were getting too, we were getting too heartfelt. So now we got to bring it back. Into I know. The shit. Okay. Well, you never know what you're going to get with this podcast. Oh yeah. We've okay. got something that Harper wants to address. Yeah, well, wants is a strong word, but uh, will address. Begged it. to address. Yeah, it's been put Queefed. off for like the past three episodes. Yeah, it actually has. Okay, so Gab, you read your diary. Sure did. Um, from high school, middle school. Yeah, high school. High school, high school on the pod. I went yeah. to my parents' house and I tried to find my. I have like a box of poetry somewhere. It's fucked up, but I can't find it. But what I did find was a little another little treat. So I was a virgin in high school. I feel like that's kind of obvious from my overall vibe. Um, but I um, <laughs> I knew what I was doing was lame. Like I knew I was I was a loser in high school, but I didn't fully get the the big picture. And you really think you were a loser? Oh, I thought I was the biggest fucking loser. And I lied to my friends about fucking all the time. But what I was actually doing as I was playing with my, my little Polly Pockets. So most people stop playing with Polly Pockets when they're seven, and I stopped when I was, boop, 17. <laughs> so you're out there telling, like, your friends, you're like, oh, you have like, I just got deep dig. I, like, told my friends. You were lying about it? Oh, I lied to everyone. she was playing with her Polly Pockets. I lied to everyone about it. was like, I was literally living fucking easy A, but, like, no one was paying me. But Now, were you acting these things out with your Polly Pockets? I, oh, good question. Actually, no, I wouldn't act it out. I, it was more or less like calming because, like, I like they all have like little like rubber clothes and shit. <laughs> Come on, Hawk. I know I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, she's seen them. She, Gabby's played with them. Um, but here's the thing: I knew this is this is the day that I and I would I would hide them from my mom and like my mom like this is also why I have no sense of boundaries because mm, that queen, but she would go through my room all the time to like, see if I was like drinking or like, do they give them tits under this? Yeah, they do give them tits. Um, Not they give them, children, aren't they children? Well, it's kind of hard to tell. <laughs> she could be a teen. I don't know. She could be a child. They're really versatile as it's giving kind of owl vibes. But so I would hide these in my room and like my mom would always like go through my room to see if I had like, like, you know, drugs or alcohol. And then she, ah! And then she would find these little cuties. And then, um, so one time and my she's like, God, fuck, please just go drink. There's my a drugs. lot. That's a huge. No, no, no. There's this is a fucking lot. And then we also have like, what's this? <laughs> my darkest secret. I would have been obsessed that? with that. It's when a I was fucking little. mouse. No, no. It's is a cat. It it's a cat critter. Yes, it is a calico critter. Yeah, I just bought those for my niece. She's six. Okay, so <laughs> I got this when I was is sixteen. She um, a but- virgin. <laughs> So here's the tea. So my two friends came over to, um, you know, my two best friends come over and they each told me about like how like they lost like one like lost her virginity. One like, you know, got fingered behind like a Bojangles. This is in North Carolina. And then I was just thinking, I just got some new toys. okay? And then that's when I realized, oh, I need to make some changes. And I'm pretty sure I like gave my first blowjob like two days later because I was like, oh, my God. I need to like grow up. How old were you with this? Like, I was seventeen. Okay, seventeen. I don't feel like that. That's 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 that old. I like, that's, like that's pretty old. old to be playing with a little. You velvet, don't think it's a little too a little old. velvet cat? Lee. Too old to be playing with calico critters? Sure. I just love you. Did so just much. say your niece was six. She was yeah. six. I really had some issues. I also believed in, I like, for some odd reason, I like just really white knuckled my fucking innocence for a long, long time. <laughs> With I lost little my, calico. I was young. I was like that fucking died out when I was 13. See ya. 
Yeah, um, I think 13 is when I stopped believing in Santa. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> and I cried that so hard. That is fucking big virgin energy. Because someone said it in school, and I was like, and then I went home, and I was like, Mom? At 13? <laughs> Mom? What the fuck's going on with Santa? I didn't say fuck, so I didn't curse. I was like, Ma? And then she was like, who told you? And no. I was like, Colton. You were 13. I, was, I think I was 12 or 13. It's so old. It was very old, Yeah. So how much longer after this uh, embarrassing, <laughs> embarrassing yourself into a blowjob at 17? <laughs> I shamed myself into a BJ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you actually Jesus. lose your virginity? Um, well, I first, I mean, I guess I was like fooling around with women um, before I, t- I like lost it to a guy when I was 22. Okay. Yeah. But you were experimenting with women as young. Yeah. Okay. But here's the tea. I talk about my stand-up so I can just say it on here. But I was born with a super tight hymen. And so I had, I, thought, I like couldn't, I physically could not have sex. And so I had to get surgery when I was 22. Not a super tight hymen. I know. It, I know it sounds like I'm making a joke, but I'm actually not. Okay. Can I ask you this? Have yeah. you ever been complimented on having a tight pussy? Yeah. By every, almost every single person. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I literally found out the other day that I am on the looser side. <laughs> Your boyfriend's surprise, wrong. Surprise, I can't believe he, he goes. Uh, wait, yeah, okay. So tell the tell them. Surprise, surprise, Miss Loose fucking puss over here, Miss fucking gaping lips over here. <laughs> no. Yeah, Lee. How did he not have the wherewithal to go, babe? You're the tightest woman I've ever been with. Like he was like, oh, let me sit on it. It's like, come on. I said dude. on a five scale of five out of ten, ten being the tightest. What would you give me? He goes five. Not five. five. Question mark. The f- five. 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 That's a three. So that's literally a zero. That's no <laughs> elasticity. Okay. See, you so and, good for you. When we talk about little being- pussy girl, you need your little tight baby pussy. Shut fuck off. You fuck off. God. This is the last episode of Tea Time. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so we're calling it fucking loose lips now. No. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. But we are going to take a week off. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, after, so this is coming out the week of Thanksgiving, and then we're going to take the week after off because we just can't get together for a week. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, and, and we just don't have uh, the stamina to do two episodes today. And um, if you like this fucking show, subscribe to the YouTube, please. Follow us on Twitter, Tea Time for 2069. <laughs> and I think that's our Instagram as well. It yes, is. it is. I just learned that. And yeah. tell a friend, you guys, if we're saying something that resonates with you or that pisses you off, tell someone tell that you love, tell someone that you hate, tell someone that you've hooked up with before. Like, comment, subscribe. We love it. We love getting all of the feedback that we can. Uh, we do want to do prank phone calls this week. We just didn't have time for it, but we do want to prank your exes yeah, or people that you just quite frankly want to prank. Yeah. I think I have got one number on the Instagram, and, but keep them coming. Yeah, keep we're, them coming. We're going to try to figure out how to get away with that and not have SWAT s- s- storm in. Okay, oh, we're perfect. Gonna threaten people. We're just going to say that they have a hey, food we're outside delivery. your door. We're going to fucking kill you. We won't do no, that. No, no. We're just going to say, hey, it's Miss hey. Bussy. Hey. hey. Hey, little boy. I'm going to say, hey, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hell yeah. That's been this week's episode of Tea Time. Sorry I didn't bring the energy today. I felt out of it. 
It's okay. We we gave hot political banter. Yeah, we really yes. did. Do you think people fast forwarded through that and were like, shut the fuck up? Okay. No, I think people listen to us solely for the beginning. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah, guys. Loved your stories okay. this week. And uh, if you're 85 years old, keep coming. Keep coming. Yeah. Keep coming back. It works if you work it and you're worth it. Cute, cute. Cute.